Hey there, Dre Redfern here, and really excited that you're here for another episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to let you know of a couple changes that we're going to make over the next few weeks for the podcast. The first one being is that we're changing the format just a little bit. The first way that we're going to do that is every other week, you're going to get access to some of the exclusive content that other individuals have paid for to join the Ultimate Advisor platform. Maybe they've attended a summit, one of our challenges, maybe they're in our mastermind or our accelerator program. We're going to give you some tidbits of that content every other week for the next few months. And then in usual fashion, the opposite week, every other week on top of that, you're going to hear from Brian, Brittany, and myself in the normal foundational way that we've done things. So without further ado, let's jump into another awesome episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Hello, this is Brittany Anderson with your Ultimate Advisor Podcast. We are kicking off the next four weeks with a four-part series where we're going to go really, really deep on who versus how. So this is a topic that we are all really excited about, that we all completely believe in, buy into, and and are here to share some of our best insights with you. So for today, we are going to kick off with mindset. Mindset by far, uh, it, it trumps essentially anything else because if you do not have the right frame of, of mind, the right mindset going into really any aspect of your business, um, whether it's growth, whether it's your clients, whether it's your team, whatever the case is, nothing else really matters. And, and to start the conversation for today, I, I wanted to point out that you may have heard the statement before, but you are truly the product of who you surround yourself with. So when you think about times that you're maybe in a little bit of a a stinking thinking mindset, think about who you're, you're around. Is it the people that bring you down, that maybe cause some frustrations in your life, whether it's team members, whether it's non ideal clients, it's friends that maybe just don't fill your cup, they drain it. Uh, so, so that's really what the premise of today is, is about, is getting your mindset in the right place, making sure that you are growth-oriented, because if you're listening to this podcast, you are absolutely that type of individual. So really talking about how you can master your mindset, focus on the things that matter, and really focus on growth. So I thought that Mr. Sweet would be a great one to talk a little bit about how you have mastered your mindset in the form of avoiding complaints complacency. So Brian, I would love to hear some some comments and insight from you on that. Well, it's great to be back, Brittany. So uh, thank you for that. Yeah, I think one of the things that is really interesting about the financial advice business is it is a type of business that's really easy to get complacent in. And we get paid on a recurring revenue base for the most part and you get to a certain level and you know you feel pretty comfortable with your income and how things are going and you know clients keep adding money and so the markets go up so it's pretty easy to say well I don't really need to work hard because things are going pretty good so I think this is where a different mindset on you know where you want your business to go and what really value you want to add to clients and what impact do you want to have in their lives needs to be because i think if you look at that 
differently than I'm comfortable and I got enough money. And you look at it from the standpoint of what can I really do to change and help people meet their goals, their dreams, make their lives better. I think that keeps you motivated to continue to get better and do different things. And there was a really interesting book that uh, we just read, and it was actually an office project called The Outward Mindset. I'd highly recommend that to anybody. It uh, was a really unique perspective. And Brittany, maybe later on you could give the example of what we had in our office and how that works so well to give a, a, a little meaning to you know how the book talks about changing mindset, but it's really trying to see things through clients' eyes and to look at it differently. And I'll have Brittany comment on that a little bit later, but I I just think we have to be so conscious of complacency. And I think by uh, one, having the right mindset and then also doing things on a daily basis that reminds you of the right things to do and the reasons why you're doing things. And that's why we've written out our vivid vision. For example, it's a constant reminder that it's more than just about me. It's about my team and improving my team. It's about helping clients generate results and get to their objectives. And there's no better feeling in the world than when a client accomplishes something that's very important and you get that note or you get that call and they're all excited and you, you know, literally get, just get goosebumps by having that happen. So maybe Brittany, I'll just turn it back to you and maybe give the, the example that we just went through when on mindset on how one of our team members actually really went above and beyond. We really didn't even know about it till a staff retreat. Yeah, I'm so glad that you brought that up, Brian. And before I give that example, I, I want to circle back to something. You know, you were talking about complacency and how easy it is in our industry to just get really comfortable. And the thing that I want to circle to is that part of the, the reason you don't want to be complacent is because you need to stay relevant. And without surrounding yourself with some of the biggest thinkers out there, even outside of your industry, right? Outside of kind of our box of the financial advisory world, which is what Brian kind of alluded to, is really stepping outside of that and looking at, you know, what are people doing in business overall? How are people servicing the heck out of their clients and doing it in an amazing way that maybe you've never heard of? So really, complacency is the opposite of relevancy. So I think that's an important thing to, to master. And really, when you talk about mindset, I think that is so incredibly important. And I, I know Brian will attest to this, that part of the reason that, that we've achieved the success we have within Sweet Financial and built it the way that, that Brian you know, envisioned and, and giving him time off and all of those great things is because of some of the masterminds that he's been involved with, some of the, the outside perspectives that have really pushed him outside of his box and, and helped him to master that concept of staying relevant. So I just wanted to add to that because I think it's so, so important. But going back to the example, you know, Brian mentioned the book, The Outward Mindset. And it was interesting in, in a staff retreat just last week, we had one of our team members, they, they gave the example of a gal who was recently widowed really, really struggling through the process of that. Had an outside advisor, some insurance stuff going on. That advisor actually left, retired, and this whole case was dumped on this brand new face. Again, totally removed from us. We have nothing to do with this person. No connection to that outside advisor. Our team member 
sensed that our client was extremely uncomfortable, was so reluctant on what was going on with that whole insurance policy and that new relationship. And, and, and she was just not comfortable. She's dealing with grieving the loss of her husband, right? She's, she's dealing with the emotions of that. So our team member actually stopped everything she was doing to go join a meeting outside of our office. Nothing really to do with us if you think about it. But she sensed that our client needed somebody there and that client did not have anybody else that could go with her on that journey. So it's, again, it's anticipating the needs of your client and paying attention, right? Really, really getting into the mindset of it's not just about me. It's not just about our process and what we offer. It's about the client and what they need. It's about being there for them and going above and beyond and anticipating their needs. She could have easily ignored and just been like, oh, you know, she's just having a rough day because, you know, she's grieving or because she's, she's just dealing with a lot on her plate. No, she, she took that extra step and, and decided to take action. She didn't get permission from anybody here. She didn't need to get permission from anybody here because she was doing what was in the best interest of the client. So again, it goes back to, do you want to stay relevant? Do you want to be front of mind with your client? Do you really have their best interest at heart or are you going complacent? It's mindset, mind over matter. So I, I'm so glad you brought that up, Brian. And I think that's just such a great book. Highly recommend it, Outward Mindset. Again, that's, that's one that we would highly recommend you read and have your team members read because it forces them to think about situations that are outside the box. Now, Mr. Redfern, you're hanging out, <laughs> listening to Brian and I talk about this, but I want to hear from you a little bit because... You know, I think you are another great example. You're so similar to Brian in, in how you think about things, how you focused on mastering mindset. So I'd like to hear a little bit about you and maybe share with the audience on what you do to really keep your mind in the right space. Yeah, I think there's a lot to probably weigh in there. My story regarding mindset is probably a little bit different than, than most. You know, I, when I was in elementary school and middle school, I would be driving in my dad's car, you know, on the way to school and we would have Tony Robbins tapes or Zig Ziglar or something else. And when you're like eight, nine, 10 years old, that's like nails on a chalkboard. That is the last thing you ever, ever, ever want to listen to. However, you know, your subconscious is always running. And, um, I'm really glad that I had those experiences because it really teed me up for, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say success, but it teed me up to deal with much more difficult challenges later in life and have some sort of that resiliency. So I was talked about it a little bit before, but when I was in my late teens, I was basically an elite, you know, athlete and I had underwent heart surgery at 19. And when I was 21, I got T-boned by a car because this kid was texting and driving while I was riding my bike. He just plowed right through me. And so for all of these health things and things that come up, they're sort of outside of your control. If you get stuck in this negative rut of a negative mindset, it's very difficult to sort of pull yourself out of it. But if you always sort of maintain this idea and this concept of, you know, things will always get better. There's always another tomorrow things, you know, I, I will push through this. I think that that's certainly a way that in which I have lived my life. That being said, if we take mindset in business, there's a quote by the, uh, the, the French writer, Alain de Baton, who says that anyone who isn't embarrassed by who they were last year probably isn't learning enough. 
And when I first heard that, that was like a gut punch because I felt like, you know, I, I do a lot. I spend tens of thousands of dollars a year now in masterminds to consistently elevate my mindset. And you touched on something really important a second ago, Brittany, is surrounding myself with not just people in the same industry. Because you almost have like this, this like idea incestuous nature where only if you stay in one, you know, niche, all of the ideas just get shared, but there's a whole other capable, you know, world of opportunities out there that you may just not see, be seeing because you're too close to it. And so this was described by one of my mentors, Jay Abraham. This guy charges $120,000 a day now for his consulting advice. And one of the reasons why he's looked at to be this marketing absolute genius is because he simply just says, I spend time in a variety of different niches. So I can see that a real estate agent over here is doing one thing that could also work for a financial advisor over there. But because those two people never talk, they're never going to know the difference. And so you can you know, position yourself as a marketing quote unquote genius because of it. Not that he's not, but that sort of idea and philosophy also sort of pertains to mindset is that if you live in your current just status, you never get out of the box. You don't invest in mastermind groups or coaching groups or study groups or whatever it is that you want to call them. It's very difficult to, to sort of, you know, be that character that Elaine de Baton sort of talks about is, you know, are you embarrassed by who you were a year ago? And I would say for me, I am embarrassed. I've grown so much in the last year and I hope that I'm embarrassed by who in a year from now of who I am today. And I think that just that sort of mentality and mindset of always wanting to level up, you know, in business, personally, professionally, in you know, romantic relationships with colleagues and coworkers and culture and everything else constantly having that, as Tony Robbins would say, can I constant and never ending improvement. And I think if that becomes the mindset, everything sort of falls into place over time. You know, you, you bring up, uh, well, first of all, I love that quote. I remember the first time you actually shared that quote with me and I was like, oh, this is a good one. We're using this so good. <laughs> but as you were, as you were talking and, and talking about, you know, being in the car with your dad, Brian, I immediately started thinking about you and I was thinking about your aunt Jean, right? So, so Brian, you've had such a positive influence and, you know, we unfortunately lost Jean recently, but I think about all of the little positive newspaper clippings that I've seen in our 11 years together, all of the little notes, the, the, the positivity that's been infused in you. Brian, I think just talking about who, because it's more than just other professionals, it's really just you know powerful people in your life. Just touch on a little bit about how Jean impacted you and just with her positive thinking. Yeah, a really good point. And uh, I've got a big smile on my face because she really was a, a positive impact on my on my life. But, um, you know, but kind of going back to, you know, you are what you uh, or some of the people you hang around. Or, and I think the, the, the thing is the five people you hang around most is what you end up like. And fortunately, my aunt Jean was uh, uh, amazing in that she was kind of this positivity person and she really didn't know it. And I'm kind of jealous of, of, of Dre getting to, you know, grow up with Zig Ziglar because he was also a hero of mine when I, uh, when I grew up. But, you know, in an indirect way, my Aunt Jean was kind of like the Zig Ziglar uh, in my family. She loved positive quotes. We have a book that uh, we wrote, and she was like the biggest user and implementer of it. And she'd cut things out of the paper by Harvey McKay on 
different articles and things you should do and way you should treat people. And I, I was constantly getting notes, newspaper clippings. And I think, you know, having known her for, uh, I hate to admit it, 60 years, I think a lot of that did rub off on me. And that's kind of like how Dre's dad gave him that little background. She probably was that, you know, was that positive uh, force. And and I think one thing that people can do is I'm like Dre and spend tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on mastermind groups a year. But I think the first thing to do for anybody, if you say, well, I, you know, I can't get to that status or holy cow, I don't have that kind of money to, to spend on that. I think the first step is to just do something every single day to start your day off in the right framework. And so there's lots of ways of doing that. One would be just read something before you start your day or when you get up or wherever that works best for you on mindset or something on positivity. We can put these things in the uh, Ultimate Advisor Coaching website, but there's a, a quote thing that we get every day that's I listen to. There's a service called Darren Daily, which is done by Darren Hardy. It's a four to six minute video where he tells you things that you probably need to tell yourself frequently and how to have better days. So there's a lot of things that you should be doing or can do that cost you absolutely zero, but at least get your brain engaged in the positive and the why. And, and if you do that for a long enough period of time, you will absolutely see some remarkable changes. People get attracted to you because you have a, a bigger smile, your attitude's better, you're more outgoing. And, and that, those are things that people really want to be attracted to. And so people will reach out to you. I love that. I, I think that, Brian, you're just so full of resources. That's one thing I have to compliment you on is, you know, if you ever need a, a, a book idea, a positive inspiration, a quote, I mean, Brian is the master of that stuff. So I, I absolutely love that. So, you know, that really kind of wraps up this initial topic when, when we're looking at mindset and kicking off, like I said, the, the first of the four-part series that really goes into who versus how. So to summarize what we talked about today, just remember, you are absolutely the product of who you surround yourself with. So find the people that force you to level up. And, you know, like Dre talked about, it's it's not just business, but it's, it's amongst your team. It's with your family, your spouse, your friends, kind of every aspect of your life can be so completely impacted if you don't have that positive state of mind. So choose who you're spending your time with. Look for those positive reinforcements like Brian mentioned. We will go ahead and, and in the podcast notes, we will put the, the book title, The Outward Mindset, along with the author, just so that you've got that for quick reference, along with a couple other items that Brian mentioned today. So that wraps up this episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Next week, we are going to talk about how what got you here will not get you there. We'll see you next week. Hey there, Dre Redfern here. And before you go, we just wanted to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. 
If you enjoy this episode, then please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, and be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes because when you do, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for our Ultimate Advisor Coaching Program, which is a $2,000 value. And if you would like to access more of the show notes, additional resources, and our free premium content, then please visit ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. We'll see you there.